Hey guys, it's Sam, and you're listening to another episode of Just After. Hey guys, get excited for today's episode because you're going to have to buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be an honest one. Like seriously, I feel like I've just had so many things that have been weighing on my head the past two weeks, Uh, weighing on my head, weighing on my mind, whatever you want to say. After going home and having some time to really like think and reflect on a couple of things, I feel like I just have a bunch of things that I just want to sit down and have a conversation about. And you guys will have to let me know your opinions on all of them, of course, over on the Just After Instagram. But yeah, today is going to be a very honest episode and I'm really excited to get into it. I also have lots and lots of updates from the past two weeks, so I think that's the sign to just get right into it. (laughs) So first things first, obviously I have to pick up where I left off talking to you guys in the last episode, which if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen. Um, but that was right before I broadcasted on ESPN plus for the very first time this semester. Um, so I recorded the Thursday before, and then I had ESPN Friday and Saturday. And honestly, I would say from an overall perspective, it went really well. I was pretty pleased with the way the whole weekend turned out. Um, Friday, there were some bumps and bruises, I definitely like said a few things where I was like, ooh, I could have rewarded that a little bit better. Um, And in the pregame open, I remember I said something. I said kills instead of digs, I believe. Sorry, that little noise is always just like me thinking. Um, But yeah, I said kills instead of digs. So I was hitting myself for that for a while. But honestly, going back, I watched it. And unless you are really, really paying attention and know volleyball really well, it's not really something that you're going to pick up on because I didn't even notice that I made that mistake till I went back and watched it. Um, Because I sounded so confident when I said it. I think I just was thinking in my head kills. I think the phrase I said was double digit I was supposed to say double digit digs and it came out double digit kills because I feel like generally I say double digit kills rather than double digit digs. So I don't know. I was just, there was a lot of things going on in my head and long story short, it said kills instead of digs, but I said it so confidently that unless you were really paying attention to what I was saying, or you know, volleyball really well, or you knew the players and the players were, um, defensive specialists. So they don't really kill the ball too often. They definitely are digging it. But it's okay. I got over it. And the rest of the game, like I said, a few bumps and bruises throughout the whole um, color commentating broadcast, but nothing too, too crazy. I would say I was pretty happy with myself just kind of getting back into the swing of things and remembering how the whole process goes. But then on Saturday, um, things definitely went a lot smoother. I was feeling really confident going into Saturday's game because I knew the mistakes I had made the day before and I was ready to tackle them. And yeah, just once I got one game under my belt and I knew I remembered more of what to expect, I definitely that helped my confidence a lot. Um, And again, I'm never going to be perfect at this 
I at least I don't think anyone could ever be perfect at um, doing this type of job, but I was definitely happier with the outcome of Saturday than Friday. And like I said, I wasn't even really super disappointed on Friday. Honestly, I overall was happy with the weekend, like I said, but Saturday was definitely better than Friday. I felt good about the open um, throughout the game. I, my broadcasting partner told me the day before that I say the word absolutely a lot. So on Saturday, that was something I was trying to be very conscientious of. So throughout the game, I made a tally of how many times I say the word absolutely when I am broadcasting. And I think I said it six or seven times. And that was me trying to focus on not saying it. So that's definitely something that I'm going to have to work on uh, for this entire, however long it is of I get to do ESPN plus, however far this team goes into playoffs or whatever it may be, or how many times I get to broadcast, I guess I should say. Um, but that's something I really am going to work on is replacing the word absolutely with something else and trying not to use the same words over and over again. Um, and also something, I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, but something I took from last year and I'm trying to implement this year is not sounding so rehearsed. And this more so is applicable to the pregame open because it's very good to be prepared for that. Like you really have to know your stuff and I think it's okay to write out something, but I'm trying to not sound like I am just thinking about word for word in my head, what I have to say. And I'm actually like making it sound more conversational um, because you kind of bounce back and forth with your broadcasting partner. And especially in the open, you can really tell when you're just focusing so much on what to say rather than actually trying to have a conversation, which is what the pregame open is. I don't know. It's hard to describe if you don't know what I'm talking about, but essentially in the open, you kind of just have an introduction, what two teams are playing, what players we're focusing on in the game and kind of what we're excited to see or what we're looking to see differently from this game or whatever it may be. But it's kind of just talking about the game. So it's not something that has to be like word for word rehearsed, but also at the same time, you do have to have an idea of what you're going to talk about. So I'm just working on not sounding super rehearsed. And I think I did an okay job of it that this past, well, not this past weekend, but the first time I did ESPN um, this semester, but definitely for the next time, I know I can do even better. <laughs> so that's my little um, recap on how ESPN went for the first time. Then on Sunday, we had our last Sunday of soccer for Rally Cap, the volunteer organization that I'm a part of. So that was very fun. Um, the athletes got medals and awards um, for all their participation. And it was just an overall great experience. We were back outside, actually, too. So that was fun because it was a nice day outside. Always windy, but like I said, always windy. Um, it's quite literally never not windy here. So I remember we were taking pictures with our athletes at the end and I got the pictures back and in every picture, hair is just all up in my face, but that's not what matters. Um, it was a really fun day. And now we have a little bit of a break. I think it's like one or two Sundays of a break from Rally Cap. Um, and then we're going to have like a Halloween party and then we'll move into volleyball season. So I'm very much so looking forward to that. I kind of wish there wasn't like a little break because I definitely look forward to that on Sundays. But at the same time, um, Emily just came in my room a little bit earlier today before I started recording. And I was telling her how I really think I'm going to take advantage 
of this upcoming Sunday and I'll get into that, but I'll have a busy weekend or at least a busy Friday and Saturday. And I've had a busy past two days, like I said, we'll get into it. Um, but I kind of want to take advantage of this Sunday because I've been working pretty hard to get ahead on my schoolwork. So it's looking like Sunday might be kind of an open day for me, which doesn't happen very often. So I definitely want to take advantage of that. Now this week was moving in to the week before fall break. So I was planning on going home on Wednesday and I did go home on Wednesday after classes. So this was a short week for me. I technically only had to go to classes Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday morning. And then my mom was picking me up right after I got done with classes on Wednesday. So it was kind of just like cramming all of my like midterms and midterm exams and midterm schoolwork um, into those three days because I wanted to not have to do schoolwork when I went home for fall break. Um, so Monday was just a very productive day. I think I was just doing a lot of schoolwork that day. Um, and then Tuesday, I wanted to mention just because I thought this was so fun. Carly and Alexi and I all went to this, we had like an on-campus farmer's market where you actually could use your school dollars, like your meal plan, um, to pay for it. Or you could use real money, but obviously if they're giving us the option to use our meal plan, we're going to use it, especially if it's on something that's so cool, like a farmer's market. So at this farmer's market, they had fresh produce, they had bakery items, they had apple cider, there was like homemade chocolate, just a bunch of different things. It was so much fun. There was a lot of booths. So we all picked out some things we wanted. And I had to keep in mind that I was only going home the next day. Um, so I picked out like a little cake and a loaf of bread and just some like bakery items that I could take home because I couldn't leave it in our apartment since it would probably be gross by the time I got back from fall break. But it was just an overall fun experience. It didn't feel like we were on campus for a little while, even though we were literally in like the student union, um, which is the middle of campus at this farmer's market. And all of us were in agreement that we don't think they had it last year or else we would have been there. Um, so we think that this was like a new thing. And it's definitely something that they should keep doing because I think it was a big success for BGSU Dining was to bring on this little farmer's market. And it was probably fun for the people that were selling stuff because it was like grandmas and um, different things like that, or not different things like that, but different people like that selling like their little homemade bakery items. So it's good promotion for them and also just like a fun activity overall for college students. And then Wednesday morning, definitely a busy morning though, before my mom picked me up because I had four classes, which I think only went to three out of four that day, I'm not going to lie, um, because I did have to go pack that morning too. I remember that's why I ended up skipping one of my classes that morning is because I realized I still hadn't packed yet and I needed to do that since my mom was picking me up in just a few hours. But I was supposed to have four classes in one meeting, but I ended up going to three classes and my one meeting and skipped the one class to go back to my room and back. Um, but then my mom picked me up shortly after that. And yeah, I mean, it, it felt weird going, like driving back home. It didn't feel like that was what was actually happening. And it felt like I hadn't been home in forever, but it also felt like I was just home at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, it's always kind of like a surreal feeling, I think, going home from college for the first time. Like each year, um, I remember the feeling of going home for the first time last year and it was so weird. Like driving down the road to go to my house, I was like, this 
feels odd. I can't even describe the feeling because it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're out of place. It just is weird being gone from the place that you literally spent your entire life at for so many years for such an extended period of time. Like I would only ever leave my house for an extended period of time if we were going on vacation or, you know, I was spending a few days at a friend's house doing whatever it may be. Uh, but I'd say the most I'd been long or longest I'd been gone from my house ever, maybe like a week, a week and a few days, um, never like two months. So it just is a very odd feeling going back to the place that you spent your entire life after being gone for a long time where, and you're coming from a place where you have like a completely different life now. I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly, but it feels weird. <laughs> So three and a half hours later when we did get home, um, I actually went to the gym that night because I hadn't been to the gym in quite a few days since I had such a busy weekend and first couple of days of the week with schoolwork and I just had too many things going on. I honestly couldn't make time for the gym um, or I wasn't sleeping at night because I was so busy doing schoolwork that in the hour I had in the day that I maybe could have fit in the gym, I remember I was taking a nap. So sometimes it just works out like that. Like you really have to tune in with your body sometimes and see, um, would it really be smart for me to go get a workout in right now? Or should I try to get a little bit of sleep for a little while since I only got three hours of sleep last night? Like sometimes you really do have to tune in and think about what is going to be the smartest idea for you on that day. But anyways, I was craving a workout. So when I got home, I went to my home gym, which it felt amazing being back there. I love my home gym. Um, and I bought a week's membership, which is amazing because they have a week, um, week deal for college students when they come home on break. So it's very, very affordable and inexpensive, which is so amazing for coming home because you guys know that that is a big part of my life is working out almost every day. So, um, if when I go home, I'm able to go to the gym, I'm going to take advantage of that, obviously. So I went to the gym and just hung out with the fam that night. Honestly, I think my brother and I maybe went and got ice cream that night, something like that. Um, yeah, we went to Sheets. No, we didn't get ice cream. We went to Sheets, which I also miss Sheets when I'm home because you, you guys that are listening will have to let me know if you know what Sheets is. But in Ohio, they don't have Sheets, at least as far as I know. Where I'm at in Ohio, they don't have Sheets. So I miss it so much. So that's where Kenny and I went. We had a little date night and caught up. And Kenny's my little brother, if you guys don't know. He is a junior in high school. So he was catching me up on all the high school tea and just everything he was doing. Um, and then the next day I pretty much had the whole day to myself the next day, which was amazing. So I slept in, I went to the gym and then I went to target cause I hadn't been to target in so long, did some shopping. I literally just walked around target forever just cause it felt so good to just be like shopping, especially there's something about just I just spent like the whole day pretty much up till dinner time by myself and doing things for myself. And I think that's what felt really good. Um, and then I also went to Wegmans because in Ohio, they also don't have Wegmans. And that's literally my favorite grocery store on the planet. So I went to Wegmans and just walked around and soaked it in, <laughs> got a few groceries for the family. Um, and then I had dinner with my grandma that night, which it was amazing to see my grandma because... Um, my grandma and I were getting dinner almost every Thursday 
throughout the summer or at least doing something throughout the week, getting dinner or just hanging out together. So I going, so I was seeing her often. <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that. I was seeing her so often. So when I went to college, it was weird not seeing her every week. So getting dinner with her was very fun and it was super good to catch up with my grandma and see her. And also we've always been close, but I felt like this summer we were very, very close because I was seeing her every week and we were just having like um, Sammy and grandma time. So it felt really good to see her on. And it was, it just so happened to be a Thursday that we got to catch up and have dinner. So it was fun and it made me feel like it was summer again. And yeah, just amazing to spend time with my grandma. And we went to a restaurant that I had never been to before. So that was also fun. And then after dinner, Abby was actually in town this weekend. She was surprising her family. She doesn't have a fall break, but she came home for just a quick weekend trip to surprise her family. And so that night, Abby and I went on a very late late night drive and just talked. And it was so amazing to see Abby. I mean, you guys know. Abby is like my best friend in the entire world. So getting to see her was amazing. I miss her already. And I only got to see her once while we were home, which definitely isn't enough. But that I'll take at least getting to see her once before Thanksgiving. Because I don't think that was the case last year. I could be wrong, but I feel like we didn't see each other till Thanksgiving last year. So getting to see her at least once was great. And honestly, Abby and I were both talking about too, like the whole culture of college students coming home and why it feels so weird. And for my job, I was almost going to write an article about the culture of college students going home on breaks and what it's like in summers, um, because it's just so weird. Like in some aspects, yes, I feel like I live one life. I guess like as an overall, it does feel like one life because some things from my hometown like translate or a lot of things from my hometown translate into my life even though I am in Ohio um like the people that I care about from where I grew up I still am in contact with obviously um but since I'm not living there all the time and I live here for majority of the time and not all of them not everyone from my hometown gets to experience my life here I think that's what makes it feel separate like, my best friend doesn't even, like, I don't know. Like, she's never even been to my college before. So it does sometimes feel like our college lives are very, very separate. But that obviously doesn't affect our friendship at all. It just is weird to think about, I guess. I don't know. It's so hard to explain. But hopefully, if you're a college student listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. How it feels like two separate lives, but at at some points, it also just feels like one life. I don't know. It feels like one life to me. <laughs> I'm just going on a tangent about this. I think as a whole, it feels like a one life to me. And then when I do things like going home and then coming back to school, that's where it feels like two lives. Or if I'm explaining like something about my college to someone from home that hasn't ever been there before or doesn't know what I'm talking about or like hasn't been updated with my life I think that's where it sometimes starts to feel like two different lives because I know even <laughs> I'm really going on a tangent about this I know that like this is all a part of the plan like once you graduate high school then you're like you move on to the next step whatever that is going to college starting to work um, whatever your life looks like so I know that it's not like high school was one point of my life or all of like elementary to high school 
um, was one separate part of my life. And now this is a separate part. It does kind of just like flow into each other, but it feels so separate, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully that makes sense. I'm going to stop talking about it though, because I'm starting to confuse myself. Anyways, moving on. Um, The next day, Friday, I actually had an online midterm to take that morning because I was originally supposed to take the midterm early in my professor's office hours on Wednesday before I went home, but there was too many people that were leaving to go home early for parole break or requesting the final or the midterm I'm sorry not final midterm um to be online so my professor actually just ended up moving the midterm online which we were all very 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 happy about um so I had a midterm to take when I woke up on Friday and I also had a short little quiz to take for one of my journalism classes and then I went to the gym and then I worked <laughs> well I went to work I wouldn't actually say that I like worked worked but I went to work on Friday from I think two to like six thirty, two to seven maybe. Um, it was very weird being back at work, I could tell you that, but it was also very fun because I got to see um my boss and then one of the guys that works in the barn that I had a very good relationship with over the summer. I call him, called him Grandpa Mike. I don't know if I've talked about him before on the podcast. I think I have. Um, but getting to see both of them was awesome. I think I, we literally had four customers the whole time I was there. It was kind of like a cold and dreary day. Um, not an ideal golf day. And obviously golf by this time in October is starting to become a little less popular. So <laughs> it was pretty dead. I really didn't do much. I think I maybe made like $7 in tips and you know what? I left it there. So I didn't even actually make that money in tips. Um, but overall it was just fun being there. I like sat down at the bar and I was just like doing a homework assignment just because I was that bored. I brought my homework just in case for that reason. Um, but it just felt good being back there. Nonetheless, it felt like it was summertime. It felt like I was back at my second home. So it felt very good being back at the golf course, even if I wasn't really doing anything. This night, though, my sister was coming home for the weekend, which I was super excited about because Laura, my sister, um, and I hadn't seen each other in a really long time. And we've been struggling to honestly find time to even like talk on the phone to each other. So it was amazing getting to see Laura and catch up with her. So after I got done at work, I met my dad and my sister at dinner. And yes, I will address the amount of times I went to dinner when I was home. It's absolutely crazy. But um, I met them at dinner and then Laura and I um, went on a little drive that night and got ice cream and just caught up. So Laura and I had a little date night that night. <laughs> and then Saturday was a super fun day because it was just so chill. I slept until I think quite literally 11 on Saturday. And then I woke up and just hung out with my sister. And then I watched Tamar's game. I watched like the first half all by myself. Um, but then I went downstairs because my brother and dad got home. So I went downstairs and we put it on the big TV and me, my brother and my dad all watched the second half of Tamar's game, which they lost, but it was super fun because I'm so used to watching Tamar play by myself, um, in my room here at school on Saturdays while I'm like getting ready to broadcast that night or getting ready to do something else. I'm so used to just watching it. So it was fun being home and like getting to cheer him on with my brother and dad, because I know they like watching him play too. 
And then that night, don't worry, this was the last night of going out to eat. But um, that night I met my grandma. Well, I picked up my grandma and then we met my Aunt Mindy. So me, my Aunt Mindy and my grandma went to Olive Garden for endless soup and salad. And that was delicious. Oh my gosh. That whole day like made me remember how much I love soup which is so random, but I completely forgot about soup for a long time. And honestly, I am kind of loving soup recently because it's such a good choice. It has pretty good macros, which I'll talk about later. And especially at school, I didn't even think about the fact that soup is, first of all, so cheap. And second of all, so easy and quick to make. Like I'm making, I'm probably going to have soup for dinner now because now I'm craving it, just talking about it. But that day since I had soup at Panera and then I had soup at Olive Garden later and I had the chicken gnocchi, nochi, however you want to say it, soup. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And despite all that, obviously it was amazing having dinner with my grandma and Aunt Mindy because I love them so much and I was very happy to be able to spend time with them and see them. Um, Then I think that was all I did. So that was the last thing on Sunday. Um, And Monday was kind of just like, a do it all day since this was the last full day I had before going back to school. So I went to the gym, I went to the bank and like took out a little bit of cash for school, went to Walmart. I made Tamar a care package. Um, I went to Wegmans for the last time before I went back to Ohio where they don't have Wegmans. Grr. Um, And then I went to Sam's club with my mom to do majority of the grocery shopping for going back to school And then I did some packing, um, lots of packing. I came back to school with like an absurd amount of things, honestly, because I didn't bring any of my like winter jackets or just jackets in general. And like I said, I bought a bunch of sweaters. So I had like a lot of big clothing to bring back. And then on top of that, bringing back groceries, I, let's just say I had a lot of things to bring back to school, um, which meant a lot of things to pack up that night. And finally, Kenny and I had one last date before I left to go back to school. So we didn't go out to eat, but I think we just went and got ice cream. Yeah. Um, if you can't tell, that's a that's a common theme for a little date, <laughs> especially amongst me and my siblings or my siblings and I. But yes, yeah, so Kenny and I had a little date. We also went through the car wash, too. Um, and then that leads me into Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, this was the day I was going back to school and my roommate Carly actually lives in Buffalo, New York. So she drives through Erie to go over to Bowling Green to go back to school. Um, And it just works out because she's my roommate. So it worked out perfectly. She was nice enough to offer to take me back to school. So that was very sweet of her. And it was fun driving back with her. So before she picked me up that morning, I went to the gym, I packaged up and dropped off Tamar's little care package at the post office so that it would get to him. Um, And then I picked up some donuts for my family and I like left them a little note and I left other little notes like hidden around the house for them just because none of them were there when I left to go back to school. So it was kind of like, oh, none of them are here. So I wanted to leave them a little surprise. My brother was at school and my parents were both at work. Um, and I wanted them to have something to like think of me when they got back home. So that's what I did. And then not too long after that, Carly picked me up and we were on the trek back to Bowling Green. (laughs) 
Oh, also, though, the car ride was obviously very fun because that was the longest I've gone so far this school year without <laughs> seeing any of my roommates. So we hadn't seen each other in like six days. So it was fun to um, take that road trip to kind of like catch up and chat about a bunch of different things. And then when we got back to school, I thought it was a good idea that I wanted to rearrange my room. Um <laughs> So I think I did that for quite literally the first like three hours of being back. Um, I changed the side of the room that my bed is on. Um, I moved some furniture around. So then that meant I was like reorganizing the stuff that I had like inside of drawers and things like that since it was in different locations of my room. Um, I changed the side of the room that my TV is on and it's pretty much all done. Like I did a good job of setting it all up. The only thing left is I have to move my like neon signs that I have in my room because now my TV kind of covers one of them and one of them now doesn't reach an outlet. So that is something that hopefully I'll do either tonight or at some point this weekend. Probably won't end up happening tonight, but maybe at some point this weekend. Um, and then another thing I did to kind of like revamp my room was I finally got pictures printed out to fit my picture frames. I've had picture frames hanging up on my wall for so long and I've only had one picture of my friend Jenna and I in one of them. Um, all the rest of the pictures got messed up from the app that I ordered them from. So when I was home, I just ordered them from like the one hour prints from Walmart and I got them printed out, but it's actually okay that I waited because I didn't have a picture of, a, of all my roommates and I that I liked enough to put up on the wall. But since we've been at school, we've taken a bunch of pictures. So since I waited, I actually got a really good picture of us and I found a picture I liked more of like all my family members and I. So now I'm very, very pleased with the way my picture frames look, but it's a process. It was a process like taking them off the wall and putting all the pictures in them and blah, blah, blah. But long story short, my room is now a little bit different than it was at the beginning of the year which is kind of fun I like the change and I think the changes I made make my room look a little bit more open um so I like that a lot about it too then after I was done with all of that I finally got to unpacking and then when all the roomies were finally back in our little apartment um we all were talking for a while and then we decided to go to this froyo place that we hadn't been to or most of us hadn't been to um, right in Bowling Green and it was actually so good it was one of the few Froyo places that are left that they still like let you put on your own toppings so it was very fun and we sat and ate our Froyo and all caught up um, and then I <laughs> they all kept hanging out after we got back um, but unfortunately I had left a homework assignment um, for that night to do because I wasn't really plan on planning on spending so much time unpacking and like rearranging my room. I was like, oh, I'll have plenty of time to write that paper. Um, I don't think I actually started that paper until 1030 that night and finished around one. But you would be very happy to know, as I was very happy to know, that I ended up getting a 92 on it. So it looks like it works out when I procrastinate sometimes because I swear sometimes that's when I do my best work. Sometimes not. I will be the first to admit that definitely sometimes not my best work. But when it comes to writing stories, I seem to do best 
when I sit down, do it all at once and do it last minute. So I was very, very happy to find out yesterday that I got a 92 on that paper. And then I just went to bed that night and woke up on Wednesday, went to all four of my classes. Yeah, I was very proud of myself. And I had a meeting on Wednesday in the morning. And then I did a bunch of homework for like, probably like three, three and a half hours, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Um, and then I went to the gym and then I rushed back, made a smoothie, and then I had three meetings last night. So that was interesting. And I was whipped by the end of the day. I was exhausted and a little TMI insight for you, but I'm on my period right now. So um, I was cramping really bad and just exhausted and felt not great. So I just laid in bed Luckily, Emily has a heating pad, so she was nice enough to lend that to me. So I laid in bed with a heating pad and FaceTimed Tamar and then just went to bed. So that leads me to today where I have gone to the gym today. I worked for a little bit this morning. Um, I started working on my ESPN prep for the weekend Went to class, came back, um, did a little bit more work, started recording this podcast, and then I need to edit it tonight and work on my ESPN prep a little bit more, maybe do one homework assignment. I've, I've done a pretty good job of um, getting ahead on, like I said, like I was talking about earlier in this episode. I Yesterday, I took like the whole day to pretty much do almost all my assignments for the week. And while I was on fall break and a little bit before fall break, I'd also got some assignments done in advance. So I didn't have a ton of assignments left to do this week, but I definitely had, I think I did four assignments yesterday. Um, and I technically still have one that's due on Saturday. And then I have just a few super small short ones due on Sunday night. So I could leave those for the weekend. But if I have some extra time tonight, we'll see if I get to those. But my priorities tonight are definitely just finishing recording this and editing it and then working on my ESPN prep, obviously. Um, because that's the exciting news is last time you guys heard from me, I was preparing for ESPN. And now the next time you're hearing from me, I'm doing ESPN plus for women's volleyball here at Bowling Green tomorrow at six and then Saturday at four. So I have two more ESPN ESPN plus games to prep for, which is very exciting. And I'm actually doing one of the games tomorrow with Brandon. You guys know my close friend. And then the game on Saturday is with my other broadcast partner Brad which I did the last two games with him so all very exciting stuff going on <laughs> all right I think that's about all the updates I can give <laughs> with my life right now which I knew I was going to be talking a lot today because that's literally already 30-ish minutes of simply just me updating you guys so let's get into the bulk of the episode <laughs> There's kind of three main things that I really want to hit on and like this episode is titled just be super honest about. Um, and these are three things that I've kind of been reflecting on and thinking about a lot in the past two weeks. And those three things are the reality of long distance, um, changes, physical changes um, in appearance and the way my body looks and my job as lifestyle content director for PG Falcon Media. <laughs> okay, I'm really going to try to talk efficiently <laughs> and get to the point because or else this episode might actually be two hours long. But the first thing, like I mentioned, is kind of the reality of long distance. 
And nothing groundbreaking. I just realized that I haven't really talked about it a lot. And something that I was reflecting on while being home was this is the first time that I was home and it wasn't like a guarantee that I was going to get to see Tamar. Um, just because last year, even if our breaks didn't align, he was actually going to to college closer, a closer distance to my house than his actual house was. Um, his college was kind of right in the middle of my house and his house. So even if his Thanksgiving break wasn't the same time as my Thanksgiving break, um, I could still drive to his college and surprise him or drive to his college and hang out with him. Um, we were just always see each other if one of us was home or anytime I was home, I guess, because that's just how it was for us. Um, and this time when I went home, <laughs> Tamar didn't have a fall break. And even if he did, he actually, he does have a fall break. I shouldn't say that his fall break is actually, um, starting today. But um, since he's a football player, fall break isn't really a thing for them because they still have a game to play and practices. So although he has a break, he is so far from home that it's not easy for him to just go home for a day or two. And football actually wouldn't, with football, he wouldn't be able to go home at all since he has practice every day. But um, yeah, it was just weird being home and not having a part of my home there if that makes sense, because obviously Tamar makes me feel like I'm at home and he's not the only thing that makes me feel like I'm home. Obviously my friends and family do that for me, but it was, it was hard being home and not getting to see him at all. And I think just being at this point <laughs> with long distance, um, this is the longest we will have ever gone so far. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's terrifying even saying so far just because I don't know if there will be a longer period of time in the future but um we are currently at over two months of long distance without seeing each other at all and we still have about like 40 days um just a little over a month because we both are pretty sure that the first time we'll be able to see each other is over Thanksgiving break because by Thanksgiving, he should be able to come home for break. And obviously the Thanksgiving break example I made earlier was a bad one, but usually everyone's Thanksgiving break is the same time since the holiday is the same date. Um, so yeah, we're like 99.9% .9 sure that we'll both be home for Thanksgiving break. Um, so that's kind of what we're banking on to be the first time to see each other. But at that point, we will be over three months without seeing each other at all and being eight hours long distance. So it's just rough because I think last year, the longest time we went was like almost two months or just about two months. And this year, it's quite a bit longer than that. So it's just hard. Um, we kind of were talking about the other night that like it just kind of feels like we're living like our own separate lives and obviously we're very much so still in a relationship but he has his life at his college and I have my life at my college and we kind of just go about our days and we've gotten in a pretty good routine I'd say this year of finding the best times to talk to each other and making time to FaceTime each other at night because like I said, especially at this point with how long we've gone without seeing each other, that's all we have is FaceTiming and communicating through our phones. So making time to do that is very important because although we're living those separate lives, it's still important to 
update each other. And there's so many things that we want to tell each other on a daily basis. And just honestly being in the presence of each other, even though it's over a phone, is something that makes us feel a lot better. So we've been doing a lot better about that this year. And something that I noticed about myself last year and something that I noticed myself doing the other night. And I think it's just because it was so present in my head and I was upset about going home and not being able to see him. Not even upset, but I was just overthinking about it. And it was hard, like no doubt about it. It was hard going home and not having him there. Luckily, I got to see so many other amazing people that make me happy and make me feel at home, but it was just hard. Um, so I was kind of overthinking about it. And whenever that happens, I never thought I would be the type of person to do this, but you really don't know what it's like until you're in that situation. And that's like, I feel like sometimes I bring up things because I would rather be mad at him than miss him. And that's just like, a like, there's no sugarcoating that. And I think that he thinks the same way. Maybe I shouldn't speak for him because he's a lot better about it than I am, honestly. Um, but I think everyone can agree that it's so much easier to be mad at someone than miss someone because the pain that you feel not seeing your best friend and not seeing your significant other and not seeing that person that makes you feel so loved and happy and gives you butterflies. It's hard. It's hard being in such a long-term relationship too, where we don't get to see each other. Um, yeah, it's difficult. And Tamar and I are very, very independent. We're two independent individuals. Um, so sometimes we both can be a little bit petty and stubborn when it comes to addressing things. Um, so if one of us is mad, then the other gets mad um, until we both end up just laughing it off because we realize that it's not even anything to be upset about for the most part. Obviously, every couple has their things, but I'm very lucky with Tamar that we don't really ever actually like get into horrible arguments and horrible fights just because we're we've gotten very good at communicating that's something that long distance will do for you is the fact that you have to be good at communicating since that is your only form of fixing things it's your only form of I guess communicating is always your only form of talking, but hopefully that's getting my point across. Communication is pretty much what your long distance relationship relies on. Communication and trust are like the two biggest things that if your relationship doesn't have either of those, long distance most likely will not work out for you. So those are two things that Tamara and I really always try to work on is communication and trust and not even necessarily work on. It's just two things we take pride in knowing that we're pretty good at. Um, because since we are so independent, we do have to have a lot of trust in each other. So that's something that I really appreciate about our relationship. And I made a TikTok the other day talking about how much I appreciate how just patient Tamar is with me, because I think I definitely am much more emotional and show how much I miss him and show how hard it is for me to do long distance more so than he does. And I know he feels the same way. He's just better at hiding it. So for him to be so patient with me, even though he's obviously struggling with the same things, shows a lot about him and how kind and compassionate he is. Um, so yeah, moral of the story, long distance sucks <laughs> and I can't stand it, but 
it's worth it for him. And I really appreciate my boyfriend and miss him a lot and can't wait to see him. Like it, it, it's hard to explain to people, but I know that maybe some people out there can understand. And that was another thing that I was going to address is something else that's hard about long distance is kind of just feeling like no one else understands um, which is naive of me to say, because I know there are many other people that obviously do understand and maybe have it worse or whatever the situation may be. Um, but in some cases it does feel very lonely because at least like my friends here, none of them are in long distance relationships. Um, maybe some of them have been, but none of them are currently in long distance relationships and even my friends from home aren't. So it's just hard to explain to people the type of pain that I feel sometimes from doing long distance and how truly hard it is and how strong it's made Tamar and I's relationship and how strong it's made me as an individual, honestly. Like, I think I know that about myself. So that gives me a little bit of confidence that I know our relationship is so insanely strong in comparison to some, in, is it Come in contrast? <laughs> what would be the word there? Comparing our relationship to others, which is something that I shouldn't be doing and no one should do. But when I think about our relationship, I know that it can withstand many, many things because we've withstood long distance so far, if that makes sense, and will withstand. So I don't know. But yeah, I miss him a lot. So <laughs> that's pretty much all on that. Moving on. <laughs> The next thing I wanted to talk about is like physical changes in my body and it can be applicable if you're thinking or feeling the same way as me. But recently I feel like in the past two weeks, I just haven't been feeling the best in my body. I feel like I've been a little bit uncomfortable and I know that with lifting weights, um, my body is constantly changing. I am constantly gaining muscle or if I take a little bit of time off, I might lose a little muscle. Um, and depending on what my split looks like, sometimes my legs get bigger than my arms do, or sometimes my arms get bigger than my legs do. And it's just, your body's constantly changing. Everyone's body is constantly changing, no matter if they weight lift or whatever type of exercise they do or not. Um, it's normal for your body to change throughout different stages of life and even on a day-to-day -day basis. However, I think I am very in tune with it, um, with my eating disorder history. I obviously have used it as a bad thing in the past, but have like looked in the mirror excessively and analyzed my body and critiqued it and done all of these things. So now um, trying to heal from an eating disorder. Um, obviously it's always present in my head, but I feel like in the past two weeks I've kind of been struggling just with, um, eating disorder thoughts of critiquing my body, I think, um, and feeling a little bit uncomfortable whether I've actually gained weight or if I'm just struggling with body dysmorphia or if I am just critiquing, if I'm just being nitpicky with myself, I don't know. Um, I really don't, want to know either. <laughs> but I think something that coming back to school, I'm really trying to focus on right now is changing that, um, changing the way I think and look at myself in the mirror, because I was talking to Tamar about this on FaceTime last night. And I think I am, I am overall a confident person. Um, 
And I think a lot of my confidence comes from my personality and who I am as a person because I know that I'm hardworking and I know that I'm smart and I know that I'm talented and I can say all the affirmations about types of things that have to do with my personality and who I am. And I think those are all the things that add to my confidence. Um, and most of the time I am pretty confident in my, I am pretty confident. I am pretty confident in my appearance as well. Like I've grown to really like being a tall woman and I, you know, I, I don't know. It's so awkward to talk about. I really don't like talking about this subject, but I told myself that I was going to talk about it because it's something that's very present in my head right now. And this episode is all about being honest. Um, so I know I'm being kind of awkward talking about it, but I do most of the time feel confident in the way I look. Um, so it's hard for me right now because I'm feeling confident in who I am, but I'm not feeling confident in the way I look. Um, so just like anyone else, I'm trying to figure out why and I'm trying to fix it in healthy ways and... I'm just trying to get over it and use affirmations and tell myself that I'm proud of myself and I should be confident in the person that I am because I continue to make myself proud, but it's just hard. Like I'm a normal teenage girl and I don't know why I don't feel confident right now. I'm just going through one of those stages and maybe it's just because I'm on my period. Who knows? But I have been feeling like this for a little while, so I'm trying to really take notice of the way I treat my body because I know the way I treat my body has to do a lot with the way I feel about my body. So I kind of dug deep and I asked myself what I wanted to do to make myself feel better. And for me, that was starting to track macros again. And we'll see if that ends up being a good idea or not. But since I was really just kind of struggling, not knowing what to do with not feeling super confident in the way I appear right now and the way my body looks, um, I decided that that was what I was going to do. So since I've been back at school, I've been tracking macros, um, mostly for the fact that I want to see what I'm putting into my body and making sure that that's actually good for my body. I don't know. I never really want to talk about numbers on here because again, just with eating disorder history, I know that that's not always a good idea for people to listen to. Um, but I will just say that I am tracking macros and I am starting to incorporate different workouts into my workout routine and really honing in on my workouts. I think just because I know that that will make me feel more confident because when I'm proud of myself for the way I work out and fitness is always been an outlet that makes me feel more confident, um, that'll make me feel better. And I, so far the past few days have felt good about tracking macros. So I obviously am going to stop if it starts to become um, a negative thing for me or it's starting to become too restrictive or anything like that. Um, but as of now, I'm feeling good about um, changing things up with my fitness and my workout routines, um, incorporating some new things and taking away some old ones and um, tracking so far. So I will keep you guys updated on that. Um, but already, like I said, in the past few days, I've been feeling a little bit better about it. So I took some before pictures of my body. And like I said, I think my confidence, the lack of confidence I've been feeling, um, 
for the way my body looks and my appearance. I don't necessarily know that it has to do with a weight gain or a weight loss, but it's something I want to take notice of if it is the case um, so that I can try to prevent that feeling that way in the future, I guess, or I'll know how to deal with it in the future. So I think taking progress pictures is simply just a way to see that, oh, was that actually what was affecting my confidence or was my confidence just affected because I wasn't confident in the fact that I was taking care of my body? That's where my head's at right now, I guess. Um, but like I said, to just be super um, honest with you guys, like I still am a teenage girl and I still have all those insecurities that everyone else has. So that's just how I've been feeling about that recently. And the final one is about my job. And this is definitely the shortest and um, probably the most lighthearted one. But I took fall break um, because I wasn't working to kind of think about my job and the side of journalism that it has exposed me to. Um, and also my classes right now have been kind of showing me one of the many ways you can go in the journalism field. And once again, to be honest, exactly what this episode is about, um, my classes, I shouldn't say all of my journalism classes, but one or two um, or all of them in one way or another and my job are kind of showing me the way of journalism or the the side of journalism that I don't want to go into. And I would be naive to completely say that because I know in all fields of journalism, there's going to be some things that come from each side of it. But let's just say like, ideally I want to go into broadcast journalism. Um, I want to be a sports reporter. I want to be on TV. I want to be on the radio. I want to be doing anything that has to do with broadcast journalism. But I am very much so learning about a lot of print journalism right now. Um, and I know that even in broadcast, I will have to use what I learn from print and I will have to write print sometimes. But I don't think I could ever be just strictly a print journalist. Like I never want to be a journalist that just like is always writing for a newspaper or working for a newspaper. Like that is just not what I want to do. Um, so this isn't to shit on my job and say that I don't like my job. Um, I'm very grateful that I was presented with this job and I am grateful for all the things that I'm learning. I am constantly learning new things each and every day with my job. Um, and it's giving me a lot of good experience. And yeah, the biggest thing I can say about it is just I'm learning so many new things. Um, but I don't necessarily know that I want to continue this job into next year or possibly even into next semester just because I kind of told myself this summer um, that I wasn't going to put my time and effort into things that I didn't completely love or that were benefiting me. Um and I just feel like this job might not be something that I think benefits me. So as of right now, I'm definitely going to stick with it because it's giving me good experience and I'm learning a lot and I don't not like it. I really like the idea of lifestyle content. Um, so right now I'm 100% going to stick with it, but I don't know how much longer I will. Um, 
just because, like I said, I'm feeling that way. And I think last year, since freshman year of college is just such a try everything and do everything and take every opportunity and, um, yeah, just try a bunch of things at sometimes I was at some points I was doing things that I didn't love. Um, and I was putting effort into them and taking up my time, but I think that was okay last year because that helped me find the things that I truly do love and want to put my time and effort into. For example, this podcast and uh, broadcasting on ESPN Plus and broadcasting for all the other sports in general. And th those are just like the two big main things, but obviously there are lots of other things that I enjoy and want to put my time and effort into like that volunteer organization and, um, doing many other things in the journalism field and getting other experiences. But I think that's why I kind of want to try out other things is because since I've tried this out and I know how I feel about it now, I kind of want to put my time and effort into trying out something else or maybe take some time away of trying new things all the time, like I've been doing for the past year and a half and really put lots of effort into the things I've already established that I love and am very passionate about and put all my time and effort into them. Um, I know with this podcast, I could always put more effort into it and put more time into just creating more content all the time and um, producing more episodes or more episodes consistently. So that's just kind of where my headspace is at with my job and the journalism field, I guess. And one last thing I do kind of want to preface too is it's crazy that this year I've learned that you can really dislike one side of your major or one part, one small part of your major or one um, way to take your major in the future um, and still absolutely love the other side. Because I would say 75% of journalism, I love and upset and uh, and am obsessed with and totally want to do for the rest of my life. But then there's that 25% where it's like, mm, I really don't see myself doing that. And for me, that is being someone that writes articles 24 seven It's just constantly writing, 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 sitting behind a laptop. Um, I like writing and I definitely think I will use it in broadcast journalism. And I think it's important that I learn how to do it. But I definitely want to be the person that's on TV and I want to be broadcasting sports or I want to be broadcasting news. I don't know, working in social media, doing all those types of things. So that's once again, like I said, kind of just where my headspace is at. But I really need to wrap this up because I have been rambling all episode, which is okay because once again, we're being honest. However, I do think that that is going to do it for today's episode. I don't want to talk your guys' ear off too, too much, um, but it has been honestly a really good episode to record. I feel very relieved and I'm like sitting here right now because I got all of those things off my chest and it made me feel good to give you guys all those updates. Um, and yeah, that's about all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed listening. And once again, make sure to follow Just After on Instagram. It's at Just After with no spaces, no capitals, and two R's. 
Um, and like this podcast, rate it, share it with your friends, share it on your social media, and I'll look forward to talking to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you.